0: Greetings and welcome to the Real Estate Entrepreneur Podcast. I am your host, Pete Lorimer, former hit record producer and now host of the show Stay Here on Netflix and owner of LA's most creative boutique real estate firm, PLG Estates. On the podcast, you will always find business and real estate strategies, marketing techniques, and tips for the entrepreneur. So hit the big bloody subscribe button, would you? Uh, Give it a like, and also please share this podcast with someone else that might get value from it. today a little bit about kind of this is kind of the week we've been waiting for. We have been waiting for a light to shine through the darkness with COVID and I'm going to be talking a lot about real estate today but it's applicable to both real estate, it's applicable to business, it's applicable to entrepreneurs, it's applicable to everyone pretty much who wants to get back to work. Now there has been an awful lot of talk about how do we go back to work aggressively, in service, but most and above all else, how do we do it where we are safe? So I want to go over a few kind of like techniques and thoughts and strategies that I've been deploying for the past few days. Now, naturally, I'm in Los Angeles, so I don't know what the real estate market is in across the country or even across the world, but I'm gonna be using my city as an example. So Obviously, it goes without saying it has been a devastating time and it has been a reset. Now, I use that word very, very specifically because I'm going to give you a little anecdote, as I like to do. I'm going to give you an anecdote of what happened back in 2008 and 9. I've mentioned this before, but I just want to kind of recap it. So I got into the real estate industry around 2005, 2004, 2005, something like that. I kind of got into it, didn't know what the hell I was doing, and then began to kind of get a grip, and then the crash came. And I want to kind of go over what happened in the crash. What happened in the crash was we all had the same feeling like we did two months ago with COVID, which is, oh my God, you know, WTF, where is all this going? It felt very familiar to me. It felt kind of like it was 2009 and 10 all over again, but... Here is what happened. I wanna talk about the pivot. The agents and the businesses that pivoted, right? Because when an an event occurs or evolution happens, maybe it could be argued that this is evolution, right? The evolution of commerce in the world has been forever changed. So we can rile against it and say, no, 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 I'm just gonna wait until it goes back to how it was. Or we can adapt. And if we adapt and if we evolve, We flourish. So, I want to specifically talk about the real estate industry today. I want to underline everything by the fact that saying safety first, health first, other people first, right? It isn't just us, it's other people, not just people we know. It's people that we don't know. And they all have older relatives and infirm relatives. So, this is kind of like how do we jump back into the water? Because in California, We've all been, or in the real estate industry, we've been waiting for May 15, right? May 15 was the lifting of the ban. The ban has kind of been extended. However, essential industries, which real estate is, are allowed to go back to work. So I want to go over how we go back to work safely because there is bravado and then there is recklessness and then there is service. Not only are we going to be of service to our clients, we have to be of service to our families too, right? There are an awful lot of businesses. I drove down Sunset Boulevard the other day here in Los Angeles. a road I drive down, you know, I live close to it. So I probably drive down it 50 times a week. And it just struck me that so many of the businesses were closed. Obviously, I'd seen it before, but so many businesses were closed. Thank God we work in real estate because those of us that work in real estate, we can go back to work. We're not touring with a band. We don't own a boutique hotel. We're not a restaurateur. We don't own a bar. I mean, these industries are getting decimated. So God bless us all for being in real estate. So, Pete, what are your recommendations for going back to work quickly and safely and aggressively while we are of service to our clients primarily and then ultimately of service to our families? I have been kind of venturing back out. I still have clients even though I own the brokerage. I like to have boots on the ground. I like to be in the trenches with my agents. I don't just want to be in an ivory tower, kind of owning the company and looking down upon the agents. I want to be shoulder to shoulder with my guys, which is why the the culture and the ethos is palpable at PLG. So out in the field, right, guess what I'm seeing? It reminds me exactly of 2010. The agents who have pivoted, which It's no coincidence they tend to be the top producing agents in the area. Everyone, all the big dogs, they're all pivoted, right? They're all out there with masks. Everybody has adopted the systems. Nobody's even talking about COVID. It's almost, it's a little bit spooky. It's almost like COVID didn't happen or we've got so used to it now, we're out. This is for those of you who are still on the fence. Far be it from me to push you out into the world if you're not ready. If you want to stay indoors till Christmas, God bless you. I don't think any less of you. I don't think any more of you. It's your personal choice. But this is to those guys that want to get out. Right now in Los Angeles and I imagine in many other cities across the US, there is an opportunity. There are less buyers out right now, for now. There are opportunities with sellers. Here's what was happening in January and February in Los Angeles. In January and February, the market went, bam, it went, took off like a rocket. It was the fastest moving market I have ever seen in my real estate career. I was like, holy crapola, this is going to be a record year. And then COVID hit, right? Houses, were you you could put them on the market and they were selling for 100,000, 200,000 over asking with a crazy amount of offers. And then COVID hit. And then we had to retract. We couldn't do work. Of course, we couldn't do work. But now we can. So what does this mean for your sellers? What does it mean for your buyers? I'm going to start with the buyers first. What it means for your buyers is I am estimating, and this is a rough estimate, there are probably 50% of the buyers that were out in January and February. I imagine that will last until August when I think 75% of the buyers will be back out. So if you're looking to take an advantage for your clients, now is the time. Compare and contrast similar houses of what they sold for in January and February, and now what they sold for in March and April, right? There's going to be a difference, and you can demonstrate that to your clients. All of your opinions, if you back them up with evidence, your clients are going to love you. I want to kind of mention this too. The job of a real estate agent because of COVID has changed. When I got in the industry, we were the gatekeepers of information. Then we turned into a coach. Now... We have turned into more than that. People are looking at us as not, can you just kind of tell me about a good house and is it in a great area? People are looking at us like they used to look at us in 2010. And they look at us with this face. Is it good right now? I'm really trusting you. Is it a good time? Should I dive in right now? Now, if the interest rates were 6%, I'd probably say hold off. Interest rates for FHA Fannie Mae, my God, people are getting them at 3%. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to demonstrate all of this to your buyers. Speak to your lenders. Get charts of what the rates were for the past five years. Evidence backed up by opinion. Your clients are going to really respect you and want to work with you. If it's just they're standing there going, well, I think this and I think that and nothing's backed up. You know, some people are going to love you, but others will be like, eh, he's just kind of bullshit. All right, let's talk about sellers. Is it a good time to sell? This is a massive question that I've been asked by so many of my sellers. The deal is this. I always have this same conversation. Knowns versus unknowns, right? In real estate, we deal with anything. With any kind of business, you deal with knowns and unknowns. Unknowns is rolling the dice. Unknowns is what's in front of you. So you make a decision. Should I wait? Like the stock market. Should I wait for the stock to drop? Or should I sell it when it goes high? Or... I've made a bunch of money now, I'm just gonna dump it now, or I'm gonna buy it now. So let's talk about your sellers. So a lot of sellers have said, Pete, is now a good time to sell. Here is my logic, and I can look in the camera just like I've looked in all of my people's eyes and I've given them the same answer. Interest rates are the lowest they've been in history. So what does that mean? It means more buyers are out. I just stated that 50% of the buyers are out. I am finding this, and I'm sure you are too, because we're not doing open houses. The buyers that are out are legit. They are the real deal. Any buyer that's walking through a house right now with a mask on, you've already pre-qualified their sincerity. All of the lucky loos from Sundays and Saturdays and whatever other days you do your open houses of this professional kind of like open house tourists, they're gone. In a way, it's kind of a really good filter for your business. So if you've got Sellers, if they're only uh, buyers, if there are only fifty percent as many, but they're all a hundred percent legit—or let's just go with seventy-five—you're bashing the numbers of regular old open houses to bits. So, if it was me and my family and my house—which is a phrase that I often use with my clients—and if I'm sitting in their living room and I look around, and I always, always, always imagine the home is mine and that my kids. Future is on the line. I look around the house and I go, look, Derek, if this was my house, I know it's a scary time right now, but with rates being where they are and pent up demand due to COVID, you know, I would sell right now. Now, where are we going to be in six months? Who knows? We've got elections. Rates have to go up at some point. I don't know when that will be because obviously they're a large part of our recovery. But the election could get toxic. You know, we could have a second wave of COVID. So if your sellers are asking you if it's a, if it's the right time to sell right now, I would say yes. I want to end it with this. Normally, we don't sell in the summer or we try not to put houses on in the summer. But what's the difference this year? Nobody's going away. So the summer is actually a great time to put houses on the market. My fear is this, and I'm not a fearful guy. I'm a, I always believe in faith. But my fear is this. When flu season comes back, In October, November, and you've got these characters like, I'm not gonna, listen, it would, I, I saw these Mother's Day videos on CNN of these restaurants packed in, I think it was Colorado or, or Michigan or or wherever the hell it was. I don't know where it was. God bless you. I wish you all the best. America is a place where you've got freedom to choose what you want, which is why I love this place. However, I am worried about it coming back because flu season is just a few short months away. So if your sellers want to try and time the market, it is a big, fat unknown. From October on is a big, fat unknown. Whereas right now, this summer, although it isn't ideal, it's not bad. And that's fueled by the rates. That's about it for the podcast this week. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll be back again next week with another topic and another great podcast. So don't forget to hit that button and subscribe. Until next time. Take care and I will see you later.